TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Sports Radio 9 on the game. Welcome to One Dude with a Fantasy. Bo Johnson coming at you from the Kia Mobile Studios this morning from East Roswell. This is still an interactive fantasy football radio show you can get in touch with me on the selling brothers diamond text line that's 404-726-0929 you can hit me up on the twitter machine all weekend long at jedi sports radio you just can't get in touch with me on the phone line this morning got a question on thursday afternoon from our boy b powell on the uh, twitter machine it involved players that played in thursday night football uh erwin or it involved uh, noah brown against the arizona cardinals for the houston texans and it involved george pickens for the Steelers versus the Browns. Now, Irwin, he did not go with that guy, advised him not to. The Joe Burrow injury hadn't happened at this point. Now Noah Brown has been ruled out, so he's going to have to go with George Pickens. But there was a part two to this question, so reach out to me about any position, any players that you want to. I will get back to you as quickly as I can. He was asking me if Trey McBride was a usable flex player. My answer to that, especially this week, is, oh, yeah, he most certainly is. So check this out. As good as the Houston Texans have been offensively, they have been pretty good defensively in their secondary as it regards to um, perimeter receivers. All right, Steven Nelson, Blake Cashman, and Derek Stingley, now that he's healthy, these guys have been really, really good. They've been really good specifically against perimeter receivers. Trey McBride is a tight end for the Arizona Cardinals, and you can bet your bottom dollar that Kyler Murray is going to be looking at Trey McBride a lot on Sunday afternoon as the Arizona Cardinals take on the Houston Texans. So, yes, Trey McBride, he can be a flex play probably every week, and there's about six or seven tight ends that are just set them and forget them, lock them in your lineup. Guys, those guys, if you have more than one of them, can absolutely be used in your flex spot, and you can do that without hesitation. I have Sam Laporta on a team, but I was quick to the waiver wire when Trey McBride became a thing after the Ertz injury and now I can start both of them because they're both usable guys now as far as tight end number seven through 100 those are all just bucket guys as me and my boy Brian Gebhardt like to say so I wouldn't recommend flexing many of those second tier guys but the first tier of of, uh, tight ends can absolutely be flexed on a weekly basis so I mentioned Thursday night football well what a debacle this game was this turned out to be so We go into this game thinking, finally, Al Michaels is going to be happy. We finally get a good Thursday night football match. It did actually kind of start out that way. Then Mark Andrews gets hurt. Then Joe Burrow gets hurt. Then Lamar Jackson gets hurt. Then OBJ gets hurt. Wow, what a mess. Let's go through it now. So we're going to go through the players first that actually turned out into some 
you know, relevant or not relevant fantasy football play from Thursday night. Then we're going to get into the injured guys. Um, so excuse me if this segment does – if the Thursday night football review kind of turns into the injury report because it is going to be very well, very much that. So Lamar Jackson. Look, Lamar do, Jackson doing Lamar Jackson things. 16 for 26, 264, throws for two touchdowns, rushes for 54 yards, gets your 28-ish points depending on how you're scoring you. So, look, Lamar – despite his fourth quarter woes sometimes, is still going to be a top freaking six to eight fantasy football quarterback on a weekly basis. No need to spend a whole lot of time there. You're going to start Lamar every week. Gus Edwards. This one's more interesting. Gus Edwards got 12 rushes for 62 yards, two more touchdowns. That's like eight touchdowns in his last like five games or something like that. My math could be a little bit off there. Look, if Gus Edwards is going to continue to get double-digit carries – I'm going to continue to roll Gus Edwards out there. As many touchdowns as he scored, who was it last year that just got touchdown after touchdown after touchdown after touchdown in the red zone, but he only got like four carries a game? To me, that's not somebody that I'm willing to bet on in fantasy football on a week-to-week basis. Now, look, if you're looking for a guy in your flex spot, what are you really looking for out of that flex spot? Nine points on a weekly basis on average? So Gus Edwards can get you that on most weeks. 12 carries, 62 yards. That's not super, super efficient. That He only gets you 6.2 points if you take the two touchdowns away. But Gus Edwards has been that goal line guy all season. So if you want to bet, if you want to chase the touchdown, I can't say that I really have a problem with that because he has been very effective in getting touchdowns. Last week, he didn't score any touchdowns. He only got like nine points. So there you go. But he hasn't been getting 12 carries. He hasn't been getting double-digit carries on hardly any games this season. But he has or he did on Thursday, and let's hope that continues. I will continue to roll Gus Gus Edwards out there in a flex spot next week. I'm going to assume that he's going to get, you know, double-digit carries. Keaton Mitchell didn't get anywhere near that, still single digits. He was fun. Nice little change of pace guy for the Ravens, but I wouldn't start him unless I was desperate in a super deep league. So, Gus Edwards, let's hope that he continues to get double-digit touches or opportunities. He is going to continue to get red zone or uh, goal line work. I don't think he's going to get two touchdowns every week, but I'm pretty sure he has two touchdowns in three games this season. Odell Beckham Jr., look, four for 116. He has he did injure his shoulder, all right? Three double-digit fantasy scoring games, his last three appearances, all right? Four catches is not the type of volume that I would want out of a any wide receiver that I'm playing on a weekly basis in fantasy football. But he is a decent flex option if he's going to continue to get you double-digit points every week. It's three in a row at this point. Is Zay Flowers still the Baltimore Ravens wide receiver that is going to lead this team on a week-to-week basis? I would say Odell Beckham at this point, assuming the shoulder injury is not that bad, it doesn't seem to be, Both of these guys are going to be flex plays moving forward. Zay Flowers had a big pop at the beginning of the season, but he's kind of leveled out a little bit. Three for 43 last week. You really want the guy that's going to get the touchdowns. We really have no idea who that's going to be. Nelson Aguilar had one catch, and that was a touchdown on Thursday night. So OBJ, Zay Flowers, pretty safe flex plays for you out there. Don't have any problem with that. Joe Mixon, 16 rushes for 69 yards. He had five receptions for 31 yards and a touchdown. That's what we need out of Joe Mixon. Continue to roll Joe Mixon out there in your lineups as a running back numero do so. All right, so let's walk through this Joe Burrow injury. Okay, so Joe Burrow shows up to the game with a brace on his wrist. We don't even find this out until the game has already started. Joe Burrow's already been hurt. 
Okay, he starts the game, goes 11 for 17 with 101 yards and a touchdown. Looking good. Then he gets sacked. It lands on his wrist, goes to the sidelines. I think they may have been going three and out on that on that um, that drive anyway. So Joe Burrow goes to the sideline, tries to throw a ball. He cannot. Tries again. He cannot. Does not look good. Joe Burrow shouts some expletives. All right. Then he goes back to the uh, to the back. Comes out after halftime. Does not reenter the game. Jake Browning does. All right. So here we go. Jamar Chase two for twelve. Tyler Boyd three for twenty two. Uh, Fletcher Irwin, three for 36, all right? T. Higgins had not played. Now it's announced today that Joe Burrow has torn ligaments in his wrist and he will miss the remainder of the season. This absolutely sucks for fantasy football. It absolutely sucks for the Cincinnati Bengals. Sucks all the way around. I love Joe Burrow. You know, everybody does. He's a very likable dude and a great fantasy football player. Um, If Jake Browning is going to be the answer for these guys moving forward, uh, Jamar Chase, I'm going to probably have to roll him out there. Jamar Chase, Chase is uber talented and should never leave your lineup. But as far as the rest of the guys, T. Higgins has not been particularly effective all season. Tyler Boyd has not been particularly effective all season. It would require multiple injuries for me unless I just have another week with significant buys for me to even consider T. Higgins as an option. Unless Jake Browning with a week of preparation comes out and just balls next week. So you never know. Hopefully that happens. But Jamar Chase, and look, there may be better options for you on your bench. I'm not saying you have to start Jamar Chase every week. I am saying that I probably will. He is that talented of a cat. All right? This was only one half of football that we got uh, this Jake Browning guy in there for. You never know. Maybe they go make a move. Maybe they call the Saints about Jameis. Maybe Mac Brown, like Gronk says, leaves the Patriots or asks for his release. Now he's available. You never know what they're going to do. If they roll with Jake Browning, you got to wait and see at least next week. I'm going to start Jamar Chase and probably nobody else. All right? Maybe he comes out and balls out, and then next Saturday I have a better update for you as far as the Bengals receivers go. Uh, but – It's going to be a wait-and-see thing from here on out as far as Cincinnati Bengals are concerned. Once again, Joe Burrow out for the season. Mark Andrews lands kind of awkwardly while being tackled uh, in the red zone. It is uh, an ankle or lower leg injury. He's been ruled out for the season, but they have not told us what the injury was. So good luck getting healthy, Mark Andrews. That's a huge hit. Mark Andrews is not only one of those top six uh, tight ends that you can use in fantasy football. Mark Andrews is a top three guy. You know, if you've had Mark Andrews ever on fantasy football, he's that great third-round pick that's really solid in the tight end slot, and you just set it there and forget it. Uh, Out for the season. Isaiah Likely is the tight end that you're going to want if you want a Baltimore Ravens tight end. All right, now Isaiah Likely is not Mark Andrews. Isaiah Likely did have success last season filling in for Mark Andrews. All right, is he going to have Mark Andrews success? No, but he will have some pop games. He will have some games where he is successful, and he will bring you some value to your fantasy football lineup. If there's other guys out there, maybe you had Trey McBride on the bench, on your on your fantasy football team that you scooped up off the waiver wire. Maybe you have Taysom Hill. I'm considering these guys over Isaiah Likely, but if you are able to get Isaiah Likely and you were that Mark Andrews owner, it's not going to be the worst thing in the world for you. Again, preparation is going to be key here, and if they go the entire week next week with Isaiah Likely taking the reps at tight end one, then he is going to be a little bit more effective than he was Thursday night. So Isaiah Likely, he's a bucket guy, but if you can get Isaiah Likely and you were that Mark Andrews, owner then you're going to be looking good moving forward or at least you're not going to be completely derailed by the Mark Andrews 
injury. Uh, Lamar had some kind of injury. Uh, he came out to um, he came out yesterday, as a matter of fact, and said that he he was going to be fine. We don't know exactly what the injury was. He uh, he went into the blue tent. He came out of the blue tent. It was a leg of some sort, uh, but he moved around fine. The 54 rushing yards, he had a lot of that in the second half. So Lamar Jackson, as long as you keep running the football, you're going to be just fine with us, and you're going to continue to be in our fantasy football lineups. All right, whew. Now we just got to get through the injuries for every other team in the NFL, and that's going to include a quarterback that we've been waiting, 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 waiting to get back so we could bring success for a team, and now he's on IR and going to be out for the season. I'll tell you who that was when we come back. This is One Dude with a Fantasy on Sports Radio 99 The Game. Sports Radio 929 The Game. Welcome back to One Dude with a Fantasy. This is Bo Johnson coming at you from the mobile Kia Studios in East Roswell. But this is still an interactive fantasy football radio show. Only two segments left, but you've got all weekend that you can hit me up on the Twitter machine. I am at Jedi Sports Radio. you got about, uh, I don't know, two hours or so if you want to hit me up on the Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. 404-726-0929. Reach out to me on Twitter, though, is the most effective way of getting in touch with me after the show throughout the weekend. All right, so the injury report, and it is a doozy. So we're going to go ahead and uh, jump right into this, and then our next segment will be fire and ice. All right, Deshaun Watson out for season with a broken shoulder. Look, I'm not going to break down all the fantasy football that Deshaun Watson has missed over the last two years or the ginormous – contract that the Cleveland Browns guaranteed Deshaun Watson for the remainder of his contract. Uh, Dorian Thompson Robinson, significant downgrade. Now, look, at least Dorian Thompson Robinson has been preparing to start. We have known that he's going to be the starter at least all week, okay? But, look, he is going to be a downgrade significantly for his pass catchers. Now, if he goes through this game this Sunday and he looks all right, then maybe we change our minds. But as for now, Dorian Thompson-Robinson, Amari Cooper is going to be a flex play. David Njoku is going to be a bucket guy, meaning he's just any other tight end. So start him if you want. Tight ends do seem to be kind of the, the, the security blanket to younger quarterbacks, so maybe that's a thing. But if you've got David Njoku, there may not be anybody better out there anyway, so go ahead and start him if you have to. Uh, both Jerome Ford and Kareem Hunt, they've pretty much been in a 50-50 timeshare. Whoever gets the touchdown is going to be the great play. But the other guys, they both have had a solid floor. Kareem Hunt doing it mostly through the air, Jerome Ford mostly on the ground. But if you go back and look at their numbers over the last three weeks, they both have gotten – uh, double-digit touches in, I think, two of the three games. So both flex plays moving forward. As long as Dorian Thompson, Robinson, or DTR can move the ball, ball downfield a little bit, I think he's going to be just fine, or at least the uh, the Browns are going to be just fine in the running game as well. So Cooper flexible and Joku, bucket guy. Ford, Hunt, also flexible. In that same game, Pat Fryermuth got in a full practice on Thursday with that hamstring. He should play, so you can plug him into your, you know, your tight end spot. Because, uh, look, the tight end landscape in fantasy football for the last three years has been uh, a wasteland. So, Pat Fryermuth should be an upgrade for you as he should, he is expected back on Sunday. Justin Jefferson. All right, limited practice on Thursday. That doesn't necessarily mean that Justin Jefferson is going to play on Sunday. Justin Jefferson also had a limited practice last Thursday. All right, so Justin Jefferson is still two weeks away from having to be activated – or having to go on IR for the rest of the season. 
All right, so when you put the player on the, the four-week IR, when he comes off, after that, when he, after that four weeks expired, the practice window opens. He's got to return to practice and be activated, not just return to practice. He's already practicing. He has to be activated off of PUP or IR or whatever within that three-week window. If you don't hit it in that three-week window, then you go on IR for the rest of the season. All right, that's not going to happen. The Vikings need Justin Jefferson down the road. But I honestly don't think that as long as they keep winning with Josh Dobbs and Jordan Addison and TJ Hawkinson – I don't think they're going to rush Justin Jefferson back. And if you listen to Justin Jefferson talk, he's not going to rush himself back. Not going to surprise me if Justin Jefferson doesn't play until after their bye week, which is two weeks from now. So they can activate him during the bye week, and then he has the bye week, then he plays. Don't be surprised. I don't think that he's going to play this weekend. Check next weekend. But is if if I honestly believe that as with with as well as Jordan Addison has been playing, as well as T.J. Hawkinson is going to be playing, that's why they gave him the big money. T.J. Hawkinson is a, a is a pretty good you know fantasy football tight end there for you. Uh, I don't think Justin Jefferson is going to play for another couple of weeks. I hope that I'm wrong. In the 929 fantasies league, I had Umaro Nuno Nuno 101 pick 101. I went with J.J. and I was I think 4-0 until he got hurt, and uh, it's not looking too good. So we'll just uh bring that up at a later date so tj hawkson on that same team um limited with a rib injury um in practice check him he should play this weekend um kg osborne and alexander madison are both still in the concussion protocol but they did get in limited practices this week if you have addison and he does not play ty chandler is going to be the guy not too many players come out of concussion protocol in seven days i would not rely be relying on alexander madison to get in there this week. K.J. Osborne has been in concussion protocol for over a week, so he could play this weekend. Go get you some Ty Chandler. I know that the waiver wire period has passed. Uh, If you can still find Ty Chandler out there, he is going to be the guy if uh, Alexander Madison does not play. Jerry Judy, for whatever his fantasy value is or what it's worth, was got in limited practice with a hip this week. Justin Fields has been practicing in full all week. Detroit Lions, a pretty good matchup versus the fantasy football quarterback. He is expected to play. If you have a better option, I would use it this week. Just until you see how that hand is going, how he – now, look, it's a dislocated thumb. If he's got any pain, uh, if he can't throw the ball effectively, he probably wouldn't be practicing in full. So that right there may tell you enough. I'm holding off just for this week with uh, Justin Fields just to see what happens. It is a pretty good matchup, though. And when I say I'm holding off, I'm holding off. My other quarterback is Brock Purdy, who also has a pretty decent matchup this week. So, look, if if you got, uh, if you have a 500 record or you're below 500 and you really need to string together some wins, Justin Fields might be the best option for you. We love Justin Fields because he uses his legs and he uses his legs a whole lot. So, I'm holding off. You don't necessarily have to. Is expected to play. Got no problems with you starting Justin Fields this week. Khalil Herbert and Dante Foreman. This one's interesting also of those Chicago Bears. Khalil Herbert got in a full practice on Thursday with the ankle injury. Dante Foreman got in a limited practice on Thursday with the ankle injury. Khalil Herbert looks to be the most healthy of the two, but stay tuned for these guys. It looks like Dante Foreman is probably going to be a game-time decision. I am expecting – Khalil Herbert to play since he did get a full practice in on Thursday. Stay tuned for the next segment. You may hear about these guys in fire and ice. Keenan Allen. What a, let's see, I don't want to use the word 
resurgence. But what a surgence Keenan Allen has had. A healthy Keenan Allen is one of the best wide receivers in the National Football League. He is dealing with an AC joint sprain in his shoulder. Keenan Allen already came out and said that he intends to play. Um, you can fully anticipate it. For whatever reason, Keenan Allen were to sit out. Jalen Guyton and Quentin Johnston would both be startable fantasy football players. If I had to pick between the two, it's probably going to be Jalen Guyton over Quentin Johnston. He's just shown us more. I know Quentin Johnston had a, a touchdown last week, if I'm not mistaken, but it's going to be Guyton. If you have to roll out Johnston, fine. But I think Keenan Allen's going to play. Uh, Christian Watson with the Green Bay Packers got in a limited practice on Thursday, but look, who's been using Christian Watson in fantasy football? If you have, you, you probably have not been losing or probably not been winning rather, uh, or at least drawing a, a whole lot of points out of that position. And it's not because of lack of talent with Christian Watson. It's because of lack of talent with Jordan Love. Jordan Love has not been good. Everybody thought that out of his, out of Jordan Love's first 20 throws this season, Weeks one, two, and three, I think, or something like that. He had like six touchdowns. Okay, that's not sustainable. Jordan Love is not like the, the world mover in fantasy football. He's just not accurate throwing the ball down the fields. That's where Christian Watson has lives. All right, Romeo Dobbs is the guy that you have to start if you have to start any Green Bay Packers wide receiver. I would advise you not. Aaron Jones, limited practice with a hamstring. This is more or less just maintenance for a veteran guy coming off of a hamstring injury. He has played in full the last uh, couple of weeks, so Aaron Jones should be fine, but it's worth a monitor. Devon Achan, his practice window has been open. The four-week IR has expired. Practice window open. It is under much speculation that he is going to play this Sunday, and his buddy Raheem Mostert got in a limited practice on Thursday with an ankle injury. doesn't appear to be serious. Now, if Devon Achan and Raheem Mostert both play who do I start? Let me make this easy for you. Both of them. And if you have them both on the same team, start them both. Got no qualms with that. All right? I've got a team that I've got Jameer Gibbs and David Montgomery both on the same team. I'm, I start them both every week, and they both pay off. All right? You know, the weeks that they're going to be on the field. These two guys should be the same way. Devon Achan, if he plays, you're going to play him. Raheem Mostert, if he plays, you're going to play him. There we go. Simple as that. Saquon Barkley, limited practice on Thursday with an ankle I don't think this is too serious. Saquon's probably going to play. Look, a limited practice simply means they sat out for a play. Or a limited practice could mean that they only practiced one play. There's a very big gray area when it comes to a limited practice, but they have to report something, and there is no probable designation anymore. Why can't we have a probable designation? There's only out, doubtful, limited, or questionable. All right, so Saquon should play. Uh, Antonio Gibson, this is one where the Antonio Gibson's had a good, nice little few uh, PPR weeks the last couple of weeks with some double-digit uh, point days there. No Thursday practice. This is a great matchup for him, though, versus the Giants, who just can't stop anybody. They are just absolute garbage. So if Antonio Gibson does not play, you can fully expect those targets to go to Brian Robinson. Uh, Brian Robinson's been very startable for you in the last month anyway, but Antonio Gibson, pay attention to that one. No Thursday practice. We don't like that. Uh, Curtis Samuel on that same Washington Commanders team, limited Thursday. Any Washington Commander that you've got, Sam Howell, another great start over, say, a Justin Fields. All right. Sam Howell doesn't even make it on fire and ice again this week because you should just be starting Sam Howell. This kid leads the National Football League in passing. Yes, you heard that correctly. Sam Howell leads the National Football League in passing. If Curtis Samuel does play, he was limited on Thursday. 
you're going to play Curtis Samuel, all right? Traylon Burks, no practice on Thursday, still in concussion protocol. Uh, Zay Jones, limited Thursday. He's only played like, I don't know, four healthy weeks this whole season. It's not like you've been relying on Zay Jones, but he is back at practice. Um, this one here, this 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 kind of sucks. Uh, Nico Collins, limited practice on Thursday with calf injury. Noah Brown, no practice Thursday. Noah Brown has been ruled out. So Nico Collins, if he plays, you're going to play him. They're playing the Arizona Cardinals this week. You're going to roll out as many Texans as you can versus the Arizona Cardinals. Um, if I had to rank them, it's going to be Tank Dell, Nico Collins, Noah Brown. Noah Brown has been ruled out. I was just ranking the three wide receivers. So, Nico Collins, if he plays, play him. Tank Dell is a great week to start Tank Dell. And then Damian Pierce, no practice on Thursday. Devin Singletary got like 27 uh, carries last week. This is going to be how it probably is, is going to be as long as Damian Pierce is out. If both Damian Pierce and Devin Singletary don't play, I'm probably not playing either of them. But if Damian Pierce remains out and no practice on Thursday leads me to believe that he probably will, Devin Singletary could be a pretty good uh, play for you again this week. And then uh, over to the uh, Jets, Garrett Wilson limited on Thursday with an elbow. Don't think that one's all that serious. He should be playing on Sunday. And Tyler Lockett, no practice on Thursday with a hamstring. If Tyler Lockett does not play and it does not look like he is, Jackson Smith and Jigba, to me, would be a pretty good flex play. The Rams are a pretty good defense against the fantasy football wide receiver. But with no Tyler Lockett, you would figure that Jackson Smith and Jigba would get at least a little bit of play there. So Jackson Smith and Jigba, playable with no Tyler Lockett. With Tyler Lockett, that's going to be a big hard no all right coming up next one segment left it's going to be fire and ice i've got a quarterback that just returned to play but he performed better in one specific metric after coming back from injury than most quarterbacks do he's going to be a fire play for you and i'll tell you tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone news in order to secure convictions in a court of law it is essential that we conclusively sports that clock at four Donchich, the step back three, you bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. If your day sounds like. We need the report ASAP. You deserve Modelo. If you've persevered through. You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Who he is on the other side of this break. This is one dude with fantasy on Sports Radio 99 the game. I think and I know things. 
Sports Radio 99 The Game. Welcome back to One Dude with a Fantasy. One more segment left here, and it is fire and ice. Make sure you send me your questions at Jedi Sports Radio on the Twitter machine, or you can reach out for uh, about 15 more minutes on the Solemn Brothers Diamond text line. That is 404-726-0929. I will check that for about another hour or so after I leave here today. Let's jump right into it. So, Kyler Murray. Look, one start, one start back from the ACL last week, Kyler Murray looked good. Kyler Murray had 33 rush yards last week. Now, this is a stat that I pulled up on ESPN, specifically from Stefania Bell, who does great work over there. Most running backs that typically get fantasy football points with their legs are usually down around 80% on the first week back from an ACL injury or the first season back, rather. Kyler Murray rushing for 33 rush yards last week. His average is right around 40 yards, so he was only down about 13%. Take that as you will. Kyler Murray had one rush for 13 yards where he actually ran more like 60. He was fleet-footed. He looked like that little toddler running around the house last week. Kyler Murray looked good last week using his legs. He only got you 17 points, but that's a big only right there. 17 points in a return for Kyler Murray coming back from ACL is is good enough for me to start him this week versus the Houston Texans. The Houston Texans are the ninth worst team against the pass, and they're the twelfth worst team versus the quarterback. So that's middle middle of the pack. But look, all Kyler Murray needs to do is get loose for uh you know twenty to thirty rushing yards, throw for two fifty and a touchdown like he did last week, and you're going to get up there near twenty points. So I got no issues starting Kyler Murray this week versus the Texans. Brock. Purdy versus the Bucks. Look, the Bucks D has been struggling as of late. They've given up 20 fantasy points in three of their last five games. I know they held Will Levis to six points last week, but Will Levis is not the guy that came out versus the Falcons and threw like eight touchdowns. Will Levis is a rookie. He's only in like his third start in the NFL, and uh, and it showed last week versus the Tampa Bay Bucks. So Brock Purdy, San Francisco 49ers versus the Tampa Bay Bucks defense. Great start for you this week. Who are we going to ice this week in the land of fantasy football? Look, you got Falcons, Saints, Pats, Colts. There are exactly zero starting-worthy fantasy football quarterbacks on these teams. So, look, if you have a quarterback that you've been riding all season, by all means, you know who those guys are. I'm giving you some guys that I would start Kyler Murray or Brock Purdy over this week. And we're going to start with Baker Mayfield for the Tampa Bay Bucks versus the vaunted San Francisco 49ers defense. Look, the San Francisco 49ers are giving up an average of 12 points a game to NFL fantasy football quarterbacks this season. 12 points. I think we're in week 11. That's a pretty big sample size. 12 points. They're also the third best pass defense in the NFL. All right, as uh, my girlfriend Tara decided to make sure that she let me know last week that my Josh Dobbs call was kind of a backfire, and it was. Josh Dobbs continues to get things done with his legs. But look, I'm going right back to that well versus the Denver Broncos. This is not the Denver Broncos defense that played the like the first eight games of the season. In the last, uh, in the last few weeks, the Denver Broncos defense has been really, really good. Look, they held Josh Allen to 18 points last week. Josh Allen is the number one scoring fantasy football quarterback this season although last week was super frustrating believe you me I had him in a league where he let me down as well 
but two weeks ago, they held Pat Mahomes to 7.6 points. All right, they've also had success versus other fantasy football quarterbacks. Look, Josh Dobbs has been a nice story. It's been cute, but he's also on like his sixth team and it's like the last, I don't know, four years or however long he's been in the NFL. That There is a reason for that. So I do believe Josh Dobbs is going to come crashing back down to earth at some point. But look, if you want to keep rolling Josh Dobbs out there, he at least gives you a safe floor because he runs the ball a lot. If I'm not mistaken, Josh Dobbs is leading quarterbacks in the NFL in rush yards. So play with that fire, if you will. Wide receivers in Fuego this week. How about the uh, Houston Texans? Yeah, all of them versus the Arizona Cardinals. All right, look, let's break this down. We don't know if we're going to get Nico Collins back or not. So Tank Dell, 14 targets last week. He's had 18 points four times in fantasy football this season. You may very well be looking at in C.J. Stroud, the rookie of the year, but also he is in the MVP conversation. I don't see anything slowing these Houston Texans wide receivers down this week, especially not the Arizona Cardinals defense, who is right in the middle of the pack as far as fantasy football points given up to wide receivers. And give me some Rashi Rice on Monday Night Football versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Look, Rashi Rice leads all Kansas City Chiefs wide receivers in almost every statistical category uh, this season. Coming off a of Week 10 bye, and the Philadelphia Eagles have given up the most points per game in the NFL to fantasy football wide receivers. Look, Pat Mahomes is not having the best year of his career, and it's because he only has had one guy to throw the ball to. You would expect a shootout on Monday night versus the Eagles, and when we say that, we usually get the opposite. But Rashi Rice, very good start for you this Monday versus the Philadelphia Eagles. In the ice trade this week, we're going to ice Adam Thielen. Look, Adam Thielen has been a target monster this season, but the uh, Carolina Panthers are facing the Dallas Cowboys this, uh, this week. The Dallas Cowboys are second-best defensive team versus the wide receiver, and I would expect that they would have uh, Bryce Young running for his life this week. Also, Gabe Davis. Look, we all know about the Gabe Davis roller coaster. And on top of that, they're playing the New York Jets. Yeah, Sauce Gardner, DJ Reed. Don't like it one bit. And the Buffalo Bills are going to have a brand-new offensive coordinator with the firing of Ken Dorsey over the – earlier in the week, so do not like Gabe Davis this week on your fantasy football team. I'm not a huge fan of these roller coaster guys anyway. Don't like it especially versus Sauce and DJ Reed is Gabe Davis. On to our running backs now. Look, we're going to continue to fire up Javante Williams as long as he's getting all of this volume. 21 more carries last week. He has 25 total touches last week versus the Bills. He got you 22 points. I'm telling you the Bills defense isn't the same Bills defense. Minnesota's a little bit tougher versus the running back, but you can't deny the volume that Javante Williams has continued to give you in the second half of the season. As long as Javante Williams is getting 20 or more carries, I'm going to continue to fire him up in my fantasy football lineups. And if there's ever a week that you were rolling out Daryl Henderson, let it be this week. Now, look, Falcons, Saints, Pats, Colts on a bye. There are fantasy football running backs that are going to be taken out of your fantasy football lineups this week. You got two on the Falcons, one on the Saints, one on the Pats, and one on the Colts, maybe two. But that guy, we stopped using him a few weeks ago, didn't we? Daryl Henderson, Kyron Williams, rather, is due back next week 
coming off the IR in week 12, at least he'll be eligible. If you don't think uh, Daryl Henderson wants to go out with a bang, you got something wrong with you. He's been in double-digit points two of the last three starts. He does get more carries than Royce Freeman. And over the last month, the Seattle Seahawks have given up the fourth most rushing yards and points to the running back position. So if you've got Daryl Henderson in your lineup, who I'm not a huge fan of in most weeks, but Rams quarterback Matt Stafford is due back this week as well, and that should help the Rams offense kind of move along just a little bit right there. And how about Bears running back versus the Detroit Lions, the playoff-bound Detroit Lions? Look, if Khalil Herbert returns and is activated off of IR, it's going to be a 50-50 timeshare, but you don't like the you don't like the you don't like the start if it's only Deontay Foreman anyway. The Lions have allowed the second fewest rushing yards to running backs the entire season and the fourth fewest points. I would also not look the direction of Alexander Madison versus the Denver Broncos this week. Do not like that start. The Denver Broncos, I'm telling you, Sean Payton's done something to them boys down there in Denver. That defense is playing much differently than the defense that you saw in the first half of this NFL season. That's going to do it for me this week. Don't forget to get in touch with me on the socials. College football game time is next. This has been One Dude with a Fantasy on Sports Radio 99 Game and the Odyssey app. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my word. Podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.